Welcome to the Nicole Mason Show, an empowering and encouraging safe space featuring trailblazing women offering strategies for success, tips on how to deal with microaggressions, understanding unconscious bias, and advice on how to rise above the fray with excellence. Get ready to show up great, speak up with confidence, and stand out with courage. And now, here's your host, Dr. Nicole Mason. Hello, and welcome to the Nicole Mason Show, the show where we bring high-achieving women, trailblazing women to the platform, women who have turned trials into triumphs and setbacks into steps to succeed and soar. I'm so excited about this show. I love doing this show and I love bringing powerful women. And we also offer messages that are life-changing, messages that will encourage you, empower you, and encourage you to keep going. And today I am offering one of my empowering messages. I want to talk to you uh, about success. And my thought today is springboard to your success, springboard to your success. Now, let me just say from the beginning that success is relative. What looks like success for one person may not be success for another and vice versa. And so it is important for you to get in your mind what success looks like to you. I help women to create success on their own terms. I remember a few years ago, I was coaching a woman who worked for the Obama administration. And um, when she took the job, she was really excited about it, as were all of the people in her space, of course, because she had received a call to work for the administration. But by the time she retained me to coach her, she was miserable in the position. And she was miserable because she was not satisfied with what she was doing. And I want to just say here too, that your success could also have you not being satisfied with where you are. Uh, That's why it's really important to think about what success looks like to you where you want to be as it relates to your success, what you want to be doing as it relates to being successful, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And what was really in her heart was to go back to her company as an event planner because she was not able to do all of the range of duties that she wanted to do. So, We were coaching together. I was coaching her and helping her to create a plan for her next move out of the Obama administration back to her company. So she wanted to create an exit strategy. Uh, And I share that with you because, of course, when we think about working for the president, number one, and then number two, President Obama. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, But the reality of it is just like this woman who had that awesome opportunity, if it's not in your heart to do, it doesn't matter who you work for. It's not going to bring you the kind of satisfaction that you want. And that's why you have to think about what success is to you, what it means to you, and what would cause you or uh, help you or allow you to be successful. 
And you have to really give that some thought. And so my first thought around how do you springboard you to your success? Number one, really mastering your mindset. And uh, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know, I am very, very intentional about what we're thinking and our mindset. And you've got to master your mindset. And what do I mean by that? You really have to get control of what you are thinking. That means to me, you have to think about what you're thinking. Yes. And you really have to uh, slow yourself down so that you can really put into practice what you are thinking and how you want your thoughts to lead to your success. In the industry of coaching, there is something called the thinking path, meaning that what we feel turns into thoughts and then our thoughts into actions, our actions to behaviors, behaviors to habits. Uh, And so you want to think about what you are thinking. Uh, And, you know, this is true. We see it play out all the time. You know, if you wake up in the morning and you say to somebody along the way, I wrote, woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Now I've been thinking about this, giving this a lot of thought, you know, how do you wake up on the wrong side of the bed? Because most people, maybe not all, but most people sleep on the same side of the bed. And so, and and, and in fact, they have a favorite side of the bed. Uh, And so how do you wake up on the wrong side of the bed? So when you start to really unpack some of these cliches and some of these things that we say that then lead to exactly that, you waking up on the wrong side of the bed, that meaning that you are not, your day didn't start out all that well. And what tends to happen is that everything behind that statement it turns into some kind of difficulty or some kind of negative situation happening. You know, you wake up, you say you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you drop your coffee, you're running late, you have a car accident, whatever. All of those things happen because you had that feeling, you had that thought, that thought turned into your actions, your actions turned into your behaviors. And, you know, if you keep that kind of thinking up, Uh, then you will have a series of days where you, quote, quote, woke up on the wrong side of the bed. And it's also like that on the opposite side, when you are thinking positively. uh, And that does not mean you think positively to, you know, where you are so out of touch with reality. I'm not talking about that kind of, you know, talking. I'm talking about really having a positive winning mindset, a victorious mindset that, and this is me, I always feel like I'm going to win. And even when I don't win, I still win because there are lessons that I can take from that failure that still causes me to win. And so I have a winning mindset. I have a victorious mindset. I have a more than conqueror mindset. Uh, And so you have to master your mindset, whatever that is. If you have tended to lean toward a more negative or melancholy kind of uh, temperament, then you have to work really hard to be intentional about changing that so that you can be more successful, you know, uh, have more happiness and joy in your life. Whatever the case might be, you have to master how you think. You have to master how 
you feel you are going to move yourself forward. This is critically, critically important in our lives overall. If we do not have the mindset to win, if we do not have the mindset that we uh, can do certain things, uh, there's a quote that says, if you think you can or you can't, or you can't, uh, you are correct. Uh, and so you want to, um, you know, have the mindset that you can, you want to have the mindset that uh, you are able to accomplish whatever you set your mind to do. You know, when I was coming up, um, my grandmother and my mother, my father, they used to tell me, whatever you set your mind to do, you can do it. And so I know that that has a lot to do sometimes with how we think as adults, depending upon the kind of messaging that we received during our childhoods. But at some point in time, you have to begin to feed yourself what you want your life to look like, the kind of success that you want to have in your life. And so that's very important to master your mindset. And then the second thing is to meditate on your method, whatever your method is, meditate on the method that you want to use to be successful. Um, this is also important because you really have to understand what's your method that you want to use. Uh, you know, and what do I mean by that? Uh, do you want to go back to school? to be successful? Do you want to start a business to be successful? Uh, do you want to, um, you know, be creative and create things to be successful? Uh, sell your services in terms of, you know, uh, coaching or uh, whatever kind of skill set that you might have? Um, you know, do you create things? Do you sew? Do you paint? Whatever that is, what is your method to success and whatever that is. And when I say meditate on it, that means to me that you really have to study it. You really have to focus on whatever it is that you are going to um, give your time and attention to that's going to lead to your success. Um, you know, I think about myself, you know, being successful as a lawyer, number one, you have to have a desire to be a lawyer. Then you have to make your application to law school. Well, first, let me back up. Then you have to take your uh, law school admissions test, and then you have to make your application to law school. Then, of course, be accepted, and then you have to go through the program. Uh, and then once you're finished, you have to apply, I'm sorry, sit for the bar exam, uh, then find a job or uh, hang out your own um, shingle, you know, to, to start your own law practice or work for someone else. But that is a method. That's what I'm talking about. And everything that we do, there are steps for us to lead to our success. You know, you just can't show up and, you know, hang out your shingle talking about, you know, you are a lawyer. No, <laughs> uh, that's illegal. Uh, you, you have to be, you know, um, certified, if you will, and um, you have to pass the bar exam and you have to be licensed. That's the word I'm looking for. You have to be licensed um, to say that you are a lawyer. And so, uh, you know, whatever that method is, you want to focus on what it is that you want to do. Where would you like to see yourself? You know, all of this takes some time and attention to um, really, really think about, again, back to that same word, mindset, thinking about 
what you want to do and how you want to do it. This is where strategy comes in. What is your strategy to use your method to be successful? You know, I've talked some on this podcast about people wanting to write a book. I know that many people want to write a book, um, but there is a process that we all must undertake to write a book. And so if that's the method you want to use to um, garner some success in your life, there is a process that you must follow to write a book. It's not just about writing the manuscript. There are a number of things that need to happen in order for that book to be published and for you to have it in a, a form that you can then sell it so that you can be successful, not just in your selling of the book, but also in changing and impacting lives by those people who will read your book. So that's a method. And so you want to begin to think about what is your method that will lead you to success? What is it? If it's starting a business, um, you have to follow the guidelines for the state that you live in to start that business. Uh, and you have to uh, see whether your business is re- requires a business license or not. You also have to get your uh, tax ID number from the Internal Revenue Service, the IRS. There are a number of steps that need to, that need to be followed in order to have success with that method, if that's what you want to do, start a business. Uh, And so there are a number of different things that we could partake in that would lead to success, but it's going to take us to meditate on the method. What's the method that you want to use to be successful? Um, You know, there's an old uh, adage or cliche that success leaves clues. And so if there are other people who are doing what you want to do, other people who have done what you want to do, then read about them if you can. If they, if you can talk to them, talk to them. Uh, if there's somebody you can call and try to get on their calendar to speak with them, do that. Uh, and so uh, there isn't any reason for you not to be successful and as successful as you envision in your mind that you see uh, for yourself. So you want to think about what's your method going to be for your success and then think about that and master that method so that you can be successful. And then you want to also um, make a move. I love this. You've got to make a move, right? (laughs) Nothing is going to happen until and unless you make a move. And so when you think about springboard to success, um, I think about an actual springboard, you know, uh, in order for the springboard to work at its optimum capacity for which it was designed, the person has to not just step on the springboard, but they have to move. They have to jump. Uh, and in that jumping will cause the springboard to then begin to operate in the way that it was designed, meaning that it will operate successfully. And so you've got to make a move to see yourself propelled to your success. You've got to make a move to see yourself go high 
uh, and what it is that you want to do. You know, the springboard, it causes the person to uh, go up high, uh, depending upon what they want to do after they are on the springboard. And usually we see a springboard for a person that is a diver, maybe somebody who is jumping into a pool and you've got to um, make a move if you want that diving board or springboard to operate successfully. You can't stand still and get the same effect. It just doesn't work like that. You can't stand still and think that you're going to um, be able to, you know, get the benefit of being able to jump into the pool. It doesn't work that way. You have to make a move. Uh, And so this is your time. This is your season. This is your year to do just that, to make a move. And in your making a move, when you are thoughtful about what you're thinking, so you're mastering your mindset about it, you're giving yourself the time and the space to think about what it is you want to do. You're doing your research on the method that you're going to use to get there. Uh, You're taking your time to speak with other people, to talk with them. You're gathering information so that you can meditate on the method that you want to use. And then it it will be time to implement what you have gathered. Uh, And you have to make a move. You have to do something with the information that you have gathered if you want to see success. You know, success is not just going to show up at your door. You have to go after it. You have to do something in order to get the kind of success that you want in your life. You have to do something different than where you are, if you want to be successful in a different kind of way. Uh, Everything is available to you when you have the mindset to do it, and then you go after what it is you want to do. Uh, You know, and I think about my own success, uh, and I'll go back to my law school uh, success, went through law school. And let me just say this, uh, I knew that I wanted to be a lawyer at age nine. I loved Perry Mason and um, I loved Perry Mason, particularly at the end when he had the witness on the witness stand and asked those questions in rapid succession. (laughs) And then that person just, you know, threw up their hands pretty much and said, I did it. You know, I'm guilty. I loved that. It was something inside of me that was intrigued by that, Uh, not really knowing at nine years old that. I am an advocate at my core, an advocate for justice, an advocate for what is right. Um, And I still do that to this day. And so when it came time for me to go to law school, I was rejected nine times. Yes, let that go over the virtual airways. (laughs) I was rejected nine times. But I would not take no for an answer because I knew that at age nine, I wanted to become a lawyer and I wasn't going to let anybody or any process or anything stop me. (laughs) Nope, nope, and nope. Uh, I was determined that I was going to be successful at going to law school uh, at some point. And so I was rejected nine times. And on the 10th time, not only was I accepted, 
but the director of admissions called me directly to tell me that I could come to the school to pick up my um, admissions package and for orientation. And so that's what I did. And I remember walking into that classroom and people gasping for air. Um, And they were gasping for air because I walked in, I was big, round and pregnant. Yep. And some of those people, of course, they told me after we started law school together, they could not believe that I was going to start law school pregnant. They, They just could not wrap their minds around it. Well, what they did not know was the fact that I had already had what I like to call faith files and holy highlights of what I could do. I had already been successful uh, at being an undergraduate student and having my first child. And when I go speak to young women, I tell them that, of course, I do not espouse that. I do not um, want them to follow suit uh, like what I did, but that's my story. Uh, And so I was successful in completing my undergraduate degree with my two-year-old in tow. And I remember when I walked across the stage with him, he had become a mainstay on campus and people knew him because he was going to class with me and I would take his walker, sit him in that walker, put my foot inside of the walker so he couldn't move around. But I was taking him to class and my classmates were very gracious. My teachers were very gracious. My teachers were uh, instrumental in helping me to ensure that I was able to get through my classes and um, complete my classes. And so I had that level of success already under my belt, if you will. And so when I started law school, um, I was pregnant with my second child and nothing was going to stop me. Not the pregnancy, not the fact that I already had a child because I was determined to be successful. And that's exactly what I did. And I'll tell you, you know, I am a believer and God uh, had help for me right there at that orientation session. And I completed the orientation session. And there was a young lady who went to my church who was in that same orientation session. And she came up to me afterwards and she told me that she would record all of the classes for me when I went out to have the baby. And she would bring those tapes to my home so that I could study and stay on course even after I had the baby. And let me tell you, that's exactly what she did. And it helped me. I was able to take my exams after I had my son. I had him uh, in September. And so that meant that I would miss about a month or so of school, um, just recovering and recuperating. But I was able to sit for my exams that December with the rest of my class. I was able to graduate with the rest of my class. And I passed the bar (laughs) with some of my classmates, not everybody, (laughs) but some of my classmates who passed the bar exam. And so um, I want to just encourage you to uh, figure out the method that you want to use for your success and don't take no for an answer. Go after your success with everything in you. Go after it with everything in you. I was determined that I was going to become a lawyer 
And I did not care what kind of obstacles were presented to me, what was going on in my life. When the door opened, I was going to go through that door with intentionality, with focus, with uh, with joy in my heart, uh, and with the intentionality to work hard. And that's what I did. And I know that you two listening to me, you have the capability inside of you. You have the moxie. Uh, I learned that word while I was in divinity school. And you have the moxie, meaning that you have uh, what you need on the inside. You have the effort inside of you. You have that extra uh, oof about you, as my father would say about me. You have that off about you, uh, meaning that you have the inner fortitude, you have the inner strength to keep going. You have what you need on the inside of you to succeed and to succeed against the odds. I had the odds stacked against me, um, if you will, in some people's eyes. I didn't see it that way. (laughs) Uh, I felt like God knew everything that was going on in my life. He knew what I was up against, and yet he opened the door. That meant that I had everything inside of me. This is what I thought, the way that I felt about it. I had everything inside of me, not just to succeed, but to soar. And that's what I did. Uh, I went through that door and I knew that I had those challenges before me. Um, But just as I did in undergraduate, uh, my undergraduate studies, I took my children to school with me. And um, I would be in the library and my six-year-old, at the, by this point, he would be doing his homework and I had the baby and I would be feeding him, writing briefs, reading law books all at the same time because I understood then and I understand now that it was my perspective. It was my mindset. I had to master my mindset to navigate that space. And I navigated the uh, the, that space with a victorious mindset, with a more than conqueror mindset, with a winning mindset. And I still have that same kind of mindset today. And I don't care what is before me. I always feel like I'm going to win. I always feel like I'm going to be victorious. And even when I have not been, I still have been because I've been able to put those lessons into good use in my life as I stated before. And so I want to encourage you as you are springboarding to your success this year, springboarding to your success, that you master your mindset, that you really think about what it is you want to do and where you want to go. Perhaps this is an opportunity for you to switch gears in your life, switch careers perhaps. Perhaps this is the time that you go from uh, doing something that others thought you should do and you followed suit, just like the example when we started this conversation with my client who worked for the Obama administration. A lot of her reasoning for taking the position was because others, uh, their opinions and their thoughts and them telling her just, you know, how she should take it in, you know, what she should feel, all of those things. And perhaps you have lived a life based on what others felt like you should be doing. This is the time for you to think about whether you want to change course, whether you want to change careers. Uh, and I'm reminding of this, reminded of this story that I read some time ago about a high-powered executive who started his own company, 
but he was miserable. He had everything that he ever could want. Uh, he had money to buy whatever he wanted, but he was miserable. And so a friend of his was going over to a third world country uh, to do missions work and invited him to come along. And he went over not knowing what to expect, but he felt like he just needed to have a change. And so he accepted his friend's offer to go on this missions trip, went to the missions trip. And the friend was doing missions for children who uh, needed a wheelchair to get around. They had some kind of illness or something that prohibited them from walking. Uh, so you know, they were handicapped and some paralyzed, whatever. Uh, but the whole point was they needed wheelchairs. And of course, because the, of the country's uh, poverty, they were not able to provide wheelchairs for all of the children. And so when the man and his friend went over, um, you know, he picked up one of the children who did not have a wheelchair. Um, and so, of course, they were dragging themselves along on the ground to move around. So he picked up one of the boys and the boys just hugged him real tight. The boy hugged him real tight and would not let him go. And of course, the man was a little embarrassed by it because he was starting to get emotional. And um, the little boy said that he was holding him tight because when he passed away, he wanted to be able to remember the man's face when he got to heaven. Powerful. Uh, and the man, of course, just broke down. Needless to say, he came back and he resigned from his company, although he still owned it, but he resigned from the company, transferred the leadership position to somebody else. And he took you know, his money and he began to fund wheelchairs for those children in that particular you know, town, uh, wherever they were. And uh, so his life took on purpose. So whatever was causing him that pain and um, depression and that state that he was in, going with his friend to this country where he could see somebody needing some help and just having that kind of encounter with the little boy caused him to be not only successful, but now he found himself satisfied. Thank you so much for joining this powerful episode of the Nicole Mason show. Join us again tomorrow for another powerful episode. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Nicole Mason show with Dr. Nicole Mason, an empowering and encouraging safe space featuring trailblazing women offering strategies for success. For more information, visit the NicoleMasonShow.com or click on programs at dcradio.gov.